2: with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley.
3: Hello. Hello. Oh, my wonderful I'm uh, in Cambria California still and it's thick a fog this morning that's what they say in Maine not in Cambria but it is thick a fog I'm right on the ocean it's quite beautiful when it's not thick a fog but I'm so happy that it's cool because in my hometown of Los Angeles it's warmer considerably warmer Oh, and I am bursting out. I've got so much to share with you this week. Oh my goodness. And the topic this week, I just love. It's key to success. So let us begin with our prayer. We place our hand on our heart and we consciously intend to be wholehearted in this moment and to remember the true identity of ourselves and everyone else. We open our hearts and minds to the power and the presence of divine love living through us and as us. We are consciously partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self and remembering ourselves as perfect love, for this is what we truly are. We are grateful and thankful to consciously Disconnect from false beliefs and false identification and remembering the truth that sets us free. We're willing to succeed at waking up, awakening awareness. Oh, so grateful and so thankful for our healing. We're calling it forth right now. We're accepting it right now and we're allowing it right now, receiving it right now. So grateful and so thankful. Yes. 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 Whoo. So key to success. (laughs) So grateful right now to share with you some, a whole bunch of tools and things. I love it. I'm, I'm calling this the summer of rock and roll. Summer of rock and roll, cause I am ready to rock it out. Yes, yes, yes. I'm really, um, digging in ever deeper and I love that. And uh, a whole bunch of people are joining me in this summer of rock and roll and you can too. My Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class just started last week. So there's this major shift in energy as people are dedicating themselves to waking up and they're realizing that some simple tools can dramatically shift their experience and they're willing to do what it takes to get her done. That's what we're doing this summer, seven-week spiritual boot camp class, Finding Freedom. Freedom. We're finding freedom in our heart and in our mind instead of looking for it in the world, and you can join us. Now, one of the things I would like to share with you is part of this whole finding freedom. I did a free class last Saturday, and I just want to tell you about it first before I forget, And because I've got so much I'm excited to share with you this week. So, my free class that I did last Saturday is relationship renewal. That was the topic that people asked me for. Please do a free class on relationships. So, I did. It was last Saturday. It was ridiculously awesome because so many people tuned in and they asked great questions. Really, really great, great questions. And that was awesome. And Uh, You can get the free download. It's totally available for you. All you have to do is go to jenniferhadley.com and forward slash finding freedom. Now you can also just click through from the home page. JenniferHadley.com. Go to the Finding Freedom page. Right there at the top is where you register for the free relationship renewal class. I'll send you the download. I'm also going to tell you while you're there. If you've never been to JenniferHadley.com on the home page, if you're having forgiveness issues, how to get over it, right there on the home page. So, and I mentioned that in the free relationship renewal class. These. These are real concrete tools in both of these things and handouts that you can print out stuff for you to do. Go for it. Do not delay. Let this be the summer of rock and roll for you too. We're rocking out our healing. Oh my goodness. Yes, we are. We're saying yes to profound healing. I'm going for it. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'll just mention that, um, I just mentioned that I uh, last year I was talking with David Hoffmeister because he really appreciated one of the blogs I did last year where I came out of the closet as a spiritual student and in a certain way, which I'm going to tell you right now because I know you want to know. So for a long time I had this goal of awakening and I'll tell you a little bit more it's spirit saying say a little bit more a little bit more okay so back in my 20s one of the turning points in my life was I had this awareness that I was actually a light being that I was perfect and whole that that my true identity was this perfect awake being But that I had forgotten it and that I had become identified with someone who was totally messed up. Whoo, so much (laughs) false belief about what was wrong with me. And so I decided to reclaim my true identity. And when I began that process half my life ago, I, back in my twenties, back in the eighties, I, I I really felt that it would probably take me a hundred lifetimes. A hundred lifetimes was what I was thinking, but I decided what difference does it make? You've got to start somewhere. If I wait an- another lifetime, it's just going to take a hundred and one lifetimes. So let's just get her done. Let's do this thing. So I decided the best I can do is put one foot in front of the other. One step at a time, and every time I do, I'm one step closer. So I was willing to do something every day. So, and I started from a place of feeling uh, really just a tremendous sense of despair and feeling suicidal and just really, I didn't have a clue, but I had that little bit of willingness. And, and then as I began to do this work, slowly, over decades, many years, first of all, I'll tell you that in the first three years, I accomplished more than I ever thought I could accomplish in my lifetime or three lifetimes because I, I lightened up so much. I was so much freer after only three years of doing the work. And that was what I consistently found was that I was spiraling up at a rate that really surprised me, that I did not believe was possible for me. And yet, looking back, I can tell you that looking back... To me, from where I stand now and how fast I see people in my classes wake up, I feel like I was a slow learner, drip, 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 slow drip method. So it's, you know, perspective is a lot. And it's also when people come into my classes, they are standing on the foundation of the work that I've done and they're doing the work that I did. And before I did the work I did, I didn't have anyone teaching it to me. I really didn't, and I went through the Agape Practitioner training. I went through the Ministerial training, but no one taught me the things that I now teach. Not really. So I'm saying, and and uh, everything that I read in a Course of Miracles is a confirmation of a, a lot of what I did. And I love what Jesus says in the beginning of A Course in Miracles. He said, this is not the only method of waking up, but it is the fastest. So, if you're interested in waking up, do those lessons. Don't just read them. Reading them is not going to give you a darn thing. So, I mean, a lot of times people read the lessons and the text And what it does actually is give them a further ego sense of satisfaction, which is not helpful. So, it's amazing how much can be accomplished. So, that's why the topic this week is key to your success. Key to success. So, the key to success is willingness. Absolutely, there's no question. The key to success is willingness. But it's also doing Doing, doing, doing. And by doing, I really mean doing the spiritual practice, which is not doing something outside of you. And um, there was something that I read this morning. Okay, help me find it. It was right. It's so good. Hmm. I will find it. So it's a willingness to change your mind. It really is a willingness to change your thinking and change your mind. People ask me all the time, how do you how do you do this? How do you do it? Well, you have to actually change your mind. You have to actually lay down your opinions and judgments. And you have to decide that you'd like to do that. So it takes that willingness. And as every spiritual teacher of course, the miracles that I know says, you know, in the beginning it says you just need a little bit of willingness. But then later it says you need a lot. and <laughs> It's true. So you do need a lot. And so, uh, oh, I know. I know what I'm looking for. Okay. So here on <clears throat> page 29 in the text It's Chapter 2, Section 5, and Section 5 is entitled, um, The Function of the Miracle Worker. This is is really important stuff, really valuable, and Section A of that is Special Principles of Miracle Workers, very, very helpful. So it says here, only right-mindedness can correct in a way that has any real effect. That's number 14. The miracle is always a denial of the error and an affirmation of the truth. So right-mindedness is what we're going for. And then at the bottom of Section 5 in Chapter 2, it says, and you've all heard this before probably if you're studying A Course of Miracles, I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent Him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say Or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. So this is the key to our success. I am here only to be truly helpful. I can't tell you how often people ask me, what's my Life purpose. Can you help me figure that out? To be truly helpful. And how do you be truly helpful? You stand for the truth. Instead of standing for your made up judgments and opinions, you stand for the truth that sets you free. Then you're incredibly helpful. It only takes a small number of people taking a stand for the truth. For all of us to wake up together really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I, will, I am content to be wherever he wishes knowing he goes there with me. So if you don't feel like you are going everywhere with a holy traveling companion, in the form of your own higher Holy Spirit self, in having Jesus, however you want to think about it. If you think that you're going anywhere on your own, into any conversation, any into any activity, if you feel on your own, it is simply because you decided to go it alone. And that's what the ego does. It says, I do it, like a little toddler. I do it. Me do it. I'm the one. Instead of, I'm the one to help liberate all humanity by liberating my own mind. And how do I do that? I join with others. I join with Jesus. I join with my own higher Holy Spirit self, the holy presence of love, which is my true identity. So the key to success is that willingness to partner up every day. I write daily inspiration and I record a daily prayer. And every day I talk about partnering up, partnering up just like I do at the beginning of the radio show. Because we don't want to go it alone. Going it alone is hard because it's pushing density. We have the power to work in the invisible and to undo all kinds of density. But again, it takes our willingness. It really does. Uh, my grandfather used to, was a, a salesman and it, he started as a door to door salesman with the Hoover company when he was a teenager and then doing demonstrations, uh, of Hoover vacuum cleaners in, uh, department store, which is where he met my grandmother. <laughs> and, uh, He used to say, he had so many salesman sayings, and one of them was, there's three kinds of people, workers, shirkers, and jerkers. So it's really, it's the people who make things happen, the people who watch things happen, and the people who wonder what happened, right? (laughs) They don't even know if something happened because they're not paying attention at all. So to be truly helpful... You're making it happen in your own mind by not leaning upon your own understanding but partnering up. There's your little willingness. That's what it takes. So one of the biggest things that people invest in their life, instead of making things happen, instead of focusing on their healing, they're focusing on how do I get rid of this fear? How do I manage this fear? How do I cope with this fear? How do I manipulate myself to be able to deal with this fear? Managing, coping, and manipulating is not success. It's treading water. It's digging a hole that serves no purpose whatsoever. So, This is what we're talking about this week. The key to success is the summer of rock and roll. We're getting her done. And I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles right here on Unity Online Radio. We're living the love. We're walking the talk. And I'll be right back.
1: a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life.
4: Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: Letting go in the
1: stillness.
2: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
3: All right, so we're talking about the key to success here, and it is your little willingness, but it is more than that. It absolutely is more than that. So it's that partnering up. So in A Course in Miracles, and we talked about this, oh, maybe two months ago, something like that, decide for me. So beginning each day with partnering up with your Holy Presence, your higher Holy Spirit self, and saying, decide for me, lead me and guide me all day long. What does that cost you? costs you nothing. There's no expense. You don't have to read a book. You could even do it while you're brushing your teeth. Make it a habit of your life to partner up. And when things are not going well, you're not partnered up. You've lost connection, how do you lose connection? You slip into judgment, you slip into complaining you slip slip into attack thoughts and thoughts of lack thoughts of limitation. so it's about being vigilant for your mind. Yes, it is so this people ask me every day, well, how do you do this jennifer how i can't uh how do you do this? I don't seem to understand how how did you do it. I became vigilant. I became truly vigilant. And I did it long before I found A Course in Miracles. And that's, if I had found A Course in Miracles, holy moly, I would have done that. But I probably would have rejected it at the time because I wasn't willing. But I did become slowly ever more vigilant. And I began to realize that every time I chose thoughts of lack and attack, which are judgments, their opinions, the backwash is going to be fear. So, as I was speaking about before the break, if you're managing and coping with fear and you're looking for managing and coping tactics to have a better strategy for managing the fear, the guilt, the blame, and the shame, then you must not realize that you can actually rid yourself of all of that, and take a sip of my tea here It's think of it this way. Let's say you have a cough, okay, so a cough is a symptom it's a symptom of some kind of irritant in your lungs, and you don't even realize that you could heal the cough. So you just spend the rest of your life managing the cough, coping with the cough, looking for strategies to help lessen the cough. And you don't ever try to heal the cough. That's what trying to manage and cope with your fear is like. And see, the ego will tell you that because then the ego has you for the rest of your life. Now, check this out. Okay, because this just, I just, I thought, oh my God, I never saw this before. I was so happy when I saw it. And I remember right where I was when I saw it. I was reading the cause and effect section in chapter two, which is section seven. And it starts with, you may still complain about fear, but you nevertheless persist in making yourself fearful. Okay, so I'm reading that section, and all of a sudden, it becomes totally key, clear to me what, what it's saying here, okay? So get this, uh, chap- paragraph two, this is the cause and effect section, I cannot let you leave your mind unguarded, or you will not be able to help me. So right there, Jesus is saying, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Help me help you, right? It's the Jerry Maguire moment. Help me help you. This is what Jesus is saying to us. Miracle working entails a full realization of the power of thought in order to avoid miscreation. Okay, so in order to become a miracle worker which is being truly helpful. So in order to fulfill your divine destiny, you have to be willing to have a full realization of the power of thought in order to avoid miscreation, right? So that makes sense. Otherwise, a miracle will be necessary to set the mind itself straight. And this is a circular process that would not foster the time collapse for which the miracle was intended. So, Course in Miracles, one of the key teachings, one of the key components here is to understand that we're working within an illusion of time and space. Okay? So, what's the illusion for? The illusion is for our experience. We get to experience the byproduct of our thinking. We get to experience being the creator in our world, or so it seems. We'll never be uh, the creator of the entire world, but we are God. We are the Holy Spirit. We are the higher self. We are the Christ presence. You are God, and it is your denial of that that creates the upset, the distress, the suffering, that you experience in your life it's the denial of your true identity and instead choosing to have a false identity so it's very possible to wake up very quickly the way to wake up very quickly is to partner up all day long every minute partner up before you go to sleep at night tell your higher self to work with you in your dreams the Holy Spirit, the higher self same thing declare that you're interested in aligning with the Christ Presence instead of complaining about your neighbor. Right? You have a choice. You have free will. You can complain about the people that you run into on the way to work in the morning in traffic. Or you can align with the Christ Presence. Who's in charge of what you choose? You are. You have to be willing to choose love in order to experience love. You have to be willing. Willing to choose healing in order to experience healing. This is the thing that people don't realize. Now, what I see all over the place is so many light worker entrepreneurs. Okay, I call them lightpreneurs. And that's what I am as a minister. I'm a light worker entrepreneur. So I have my own ministry. Teaching classes with folks all over the world, online, teaching workshops in person, traveling a lot now, doing that. This is my holy purpose. So every day it's up to me. I don't have someone standing over me telling me what to do. I don't have a boss my own higher Holy Spirit self is guiding me and directing me because that's what I choose. I'm listening because I know the power of that. So many light worker entrepreneurs are still working for the ego. They're working for the ego and they're wondering why they're not successful. If you're a light worker entrepreneur and you're working for the ego, do you want to be successful? What is success? To me, it's important to understand what success is in order to understand the key to success. What is success? So for me, success is being truly helpful. I am here only to be truly helpful. So I I read that and I think, yep, that's true. What else would I want in this world? Do I want things in this world? No. 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 It's not real. It's an illusion. So what we're interested in is waking up, collapsing time, being truly helpful, helping others do the same, helping all of humanity do the same. I am here to represent him who sent me, not the ego. I am here to represent God. That's my true nature, my true identity. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. Ain't that the truth? See, now, if you feel like you're not getting divine guidance and divine insight, it's only because you're not really willing to receive it. Believe me, I have, I have, I've counseled so many people. So I've been a spiritual counselor since 2000. And one of the first things I do in a session is I, we go into the stillness together in prayer and in silence. And I just listen, are there any messages for you? They're from your higher self they're not from you know they're from heaven they're from your ancestors your guides your angels who you know but it's all the same it's all your higher self and when I get some of these messages and I share them with people they're like oh my god I get that message every day I get it all the time yes it's so true for me and I say do you do you do anything about it? Do you do anything with it? Oh, no, I ooh, I feel too afraid to step out in that way. You get that message every day. But see, that same person in another setting would say, I don't get any messages. What? You see, when we're aligned with the ego, the ego will have us convinced that the divine messages are crazy thinking. That the insight the intuition the divine ideas are impossible if you're thinking something's impossible you're aligned with the ego and if you think you need something you're aligned with the ego if you think you want something you're aligned with the ego i need do nothing nothing It's all about being. So while we're doing stuff, the Holy Spirit, if we're willing, is teaching us how to wake up. But we need to do nothing. All the heavy lifting we can give to the higher Holy Spirit self if we're but willing. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. I'm content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. So what about waking up every day and saying, teach me to heal? I'm on board. This is the summer of rock and roll and I'm going to rock it out and get her done. Teach me to heal. Decide for me lead me, guide me, I surrender, what are you surrendering, you're surrendering ego attachment, ego identification, who or what are you surrendering to, yourself, your own best self, now cause and effect, let's go back there, I get so excited, (laughs) Just, just excites me so much, So, cause and effect. We were talking about the time collapse, so I was just explaining that a bit. The miracle worker, this is the top of 32, we're at the bottom of paragraph 2 in section 7, chapter 2. The miracle worker must have genuine respect for true cause and effect as a necessary condition for the miracle to occur. So, if you don't have true and genuine respect for the law of cause and effect. Get some. You can have some. Because it's there in your mind waiting for you to choose it. You Read this section over and over and over again. Read the fear and conflict section, which is the one that immediately precedes it, over and over and over again. And every time you read it, before you read it, partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and say, Please help me to learn this, to remember it, to know it, to live it, to walk it, to demonstrate it with every choice and every thought. That's all you have to do. Seriously, it will be given to you. You know, it's it's really about instead of wanting things in this world and trying to manifest stuff in this world, that you think you want, Jesus says, you don't even know what will make you happy. It's true. How many times have you gotten what you thought you wanted and you were only happy for a minute? Right? Like a little kid on Christmas Day. Yay! I got the Lego set I wanted. And then you put it together and then the happiness is over right it's temporary it's temporal it's time based the happiness is time based related to your experience in this world no that we can't settle for that holy moly that is not worth settling for let us remember our true identity and true unbounded unlimited happiness that's what we're going for oh it's so good Both miracles and fear come from thoughts. If you are not free to choose one, you would also not be free to choose the other. I'm just going to read some highlights here in this section. The fearful must miscreate. Okay, so if you're in fear, your thoughts are going to miscreate. If you're experiencing fear... It means that you have chosen thoughts of separation. You've identified with the ego. Because when you're identified with the higher Holy Spirit self and you're truly willing to partner up, you're not going to be afraid. There's nothing to be afraid of. So the feeling of fear that you experience is... Like a divine alarm clock going off, indicating that you have chosen thoughts of separation and you believe them. And it's like danger, danger, danger going off in your your body, your physical body and your emotional body when you feel afraid. So if you're trying to control, manage and manipulate stuff in the world so you don't feel afraid, it's just like you're taking cough drops in order to heal your cough. That's not going to heal your cough. Cough drops don't heal your cough. They just deal with the symptoms. Only, only someone who has no belief in the possibility of healing would spend their life managing the symptoms. The fundamental conflict. Okay, wait a minute. I this is too good. I have to go to my break now. I don't want to get into this and then take a break. So ah let's take that breath. I'm going to invite you on the break to go to jenniferhadley.com, go to that finding freedom page, and get that relationship renewal workshop that I spoke about at the beginning. It's totally free on the Finding Freedom page. Also Get the How to Get Over It workshop on the homepage. Two workshops really, really going to help you. I've gotten so much feedback since the Relationship Renewal workshop on the weekend. So take a look at those. While we're on the break, you can sign up for them. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, we're getting her done. And I'll be right back.
4: Affirm the good that flows within you and stretch to reach your divine potential with daily inspirational messages from Daily Word.
2: My affirmation of faith is, I release and I let go. I release my desire to control people or situations. I let go of fear, worry, and doubt. I trust in divine power, which is infinitely capable of establishing right outcomes. I align myself with this power through prayer and meditation Opening my mind and heart to the wisdom of the universe, I recall the promise, I am with you always to the end of the age. With this assurance, I find the strength to let go of anything holding me back. Letting go and letting God is a choice. It empowers me to move forward with ease and confidence. It provides me peace of mind and the assurance of divine order. As I let go and let God... I open the door to infinite possibilities.
4: Daily Word magazine is now available in a digital format. A one-year subscription to Daily Word digital magazine with audio is only $9.95. That's less than three cents a day to start your day right, centered and connected to the truth within you. To learn how you can subscribe to this online interactive magazine, go to www.dailyword.com.
3: So we're back and we're talking about the key to success. Woo. If you're just joining us right now, good stuff today. Oh my goodness. it's I've it's, calling it the summer of rock and roll. And uh, I've been <laughs> really ignited by all the people who are joining my Finding Freedom, my seven-week spiritual boot camp class. We just started a couple of days ago. And uh, they're instantly having realization that they can get it done so their their key to their success is their willingness it is their willingness so we're looking at the law of cause and effect and uh, we're on page 32 chapter 2 section 7 cause and effect paragraph 3 right there in the middle The fearful must miscreate because they misperceive creation. When you miscreate, you are in pain. And how do you miscreate? You're aligned with the ego and then your thinking will miscreate. In other words, it will create things that aren't helpful. And you're here only to be truly helpful. Everything you need will lead you and guide you, everything you think you need, everything you think you want is not going to help you. But when you're partnered up with the higher self, the holy self, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, with heaven, you will be led and guided. Decide for me. When you walk in that, partnered up, decide for me. You will get clear insight. And it is powerful. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) So, let's be grateful for that. Let us be grateful, grateful, grateful. Uh, Right here, right now, the cause and effect principle now becomes a real expediter, though only temporarily. Now, check this out. Actually, cause is a term properly belonging to God, and his effect is his son. This entails a set of cause and effect relationships totally different from those you introduce into miscreation. Now, this, this is key here. The fundamental conflict in this world, then, is between creation and miscreation. So, creation is of God, miscreation is of identity, comes from your identification with the ego all fear is implicit in the second miscreation and all love is implicit in creation it has already been said that you believe you cannot control fear because you yourself made it and your belief in it seems to render it out of your control Yet any attempt to resolve the error through attempting the mastery of fear is useless. In fact, it asserts the power of fear by the very assumption that it need be mastered. The true resolution of fear rests entirely on mastery through love. Right there. Mastery of love. That is the key. Being loving, that is the key. Are you willing? Are you willing? Oh my goodness. So let's just tune in here. Let's place our hand on our heart and let's decide that we're truly willing to learn, to be taught, to be shown. For truly we will be shown if we are willing. For those that have eyes to see and ears to hear, the truth will be made known to them, and the truth does set you free. So, what I saw in myself when I first read this section of Cause and Effect, what I saw in my friends, other light workers is we did not want to wholly align with love. We wanted to hold back some complaints and some judgments and some thoughts of lack and attack and make those thoughts, those complaints, those judgments special. They were like little treasures. But... Instead of being of value, they're like landmines that blow up in your face, that wound you and hurt you and keep you crippled. The treasuring of them is crippling. Why would we treasure them? Except that we're identified with the ego and we think we need them. So... Going back to what I was saying before about light worker entrepreneurs. And so this is for anyone who's trying to build a business. Anyone who would like to be in a healing profession, a teaching profession. This is for every grandparent and every parent. Everyone. Who thinks they would like to be helpful in the world? If you treasure your thoughts of lack and attack, if you treasure your complaints and your judgments, if you find yourself trying to manipulate things in this world, you're identified with the ego. So check this out. If you're identified with the ego and you're a light worker, let's say you're a minister. Right. Let's say you're an acupuncturist, you're a healer, you're a spiritual teacher. Maybe you're the leader of a study group. I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. You're a grandparent or a parent. And maybe you're in some kind of business where you'd like to have more customers. But you give yourself permission to think thoughts of lack and attack. Your own higher Holy Spirit self, all of heaven is going to make your circle of influence small. You on your, in your heart's desire, you don't want to influence people with thoughts of lack and attack. So you will play small. Do you get that? You, This was me. I would wonder, how am I going to grow a ministry? How am I going to have a profession as a practitioner? How am I going to make a living as a light worker? I would like to grow my practitioner counseling business. Right? I wanted to grow things. I wanted to live in that expansion. Right? And why can't I do it? It was like one step forward one step backward one step forward one step backward right doing that two steps forward two steps backward all the time and the good that i thought i wanted the the abundance of being able to help people it just seemed to all go right through my fingers i i couldn't seem to really get any traction And the reason was because on a higher self level, I was keeping the lid on things. I wanted to diminish my sphere of influence, not increase it. Because I knew that I was giving myself permission to think thoughts of lack and attack, right? We've already seen how much can be... Seemingly hurt or damaged in the world of effects when a spiritual leader or teacher treasures thoughts of lack and attack when they don't walk the talk, when they're in effect liars and people who, and this was me I taught the law of cause and effect, I thought I understood it but I didn't live it and what I can say is I finally got in touch with, one of the keys to my success was I got in touch with that I had done this many, many lifetimes over and over and over again. I'd only gotten so far. I was only so willing to live the truth. And I got that the presence of God, which is my own higher Holy Spirit self, was just waiting to bless me with the fullness of perfect peace and love and joy and true success but i was not willing to align with it i was not willing at all and so i was stuck in the muck in the mire thinking that I needed to have a better system in the world. I needed to have uh, better tools, a better website, better email system, better marketing, better this, better that, in order to know how to do it. And that was not true. So I decided to focus entirely on my own awakening And I really took seriously that I would be led, guided, and shown, and I have been. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do, because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. Chapter 2, Section 5. Yes. 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 That's the end of that section. So this was the path that I set myself on, and it has been the key to my success. I invite you to join me. Be truly successful. Be truly helpful. I invite you now to place your hand on your heart and I'm just reminding you, go to JenniferHadley.com, get the how to get over it workshop on the front page, get the relationship renewal workshop on the finding freedom page. They're both for free. With our hand on our heart, we declare that we're willing to be truly helpful and share the benefits with everyone. We're grateful and thankful to live a life of love. Right now we allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. Rock and roll. Amen, amen, amen. Let's get her done. It's the summer of rock and roll. I invite you to join me. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you. I love you.
2: Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way.
0: Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepherd's new program on Unity Online Radio?
4: Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question-and-answer guy?
0: Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show. And I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary. Topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events.
4: Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Right.
0: Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today. Sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program better he's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it
4: this could get explosive does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the
0: fights (laughs) if i know dr tom he will keep it both friendly and spirited whoa i gotta hear this when and where the program is called let's talk about it and it's on every thursday at 9 a.m central time only on unity online radio so let's talk about it
4: Definitely, let's.
1: Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to consider these words from Unity author Charles Roth. Live deeply in the present moment. If you are going to work on the premise that real energy, real excitement, that feeling of being fully and enthusiastically alive comes from a source within you, then it follows that you have to spend some time getting acquainted, being at home in those far reaches of inner space. Peace is power, for out of stillness, strength is born, and out of inner harmony, productivity flourishes. Rest in that inner peace.
4: This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.
2: Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are?